You are listening to the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. Today, the entire focus is on helping you reframe how you're handling challenge in your life. When you view challenges in a disempowering way, you actually create more challenge because focusing on the problem perpetuates the problem. Think about anything that's been going on with the coronavirus and all the pandemic and all this stuff. Your kids are at home, your routine is out of whack, and you're just feeling like like you're juggling a million plates all at once. Maybe you lost your job or maybe you're starting to worry about money. Maybe you're worrying about customers and if they're going to come join you. Panic and anxiety then set in, right? And, And to add to the equation, you're cooped up in your house or at least you are at the time of this recording. And it's a scary time. Like it's it feels like it's overwhelming and you don't know what to do and it just puts you in panic mode. Let's get through that today. Let's just not let's not just get through it. But let's make this the greatest time you've ever lived. My name is Brad Bizjack. I'm a mindset coach and inspirational speaker. And for the last three years, I've worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and home-based business owners and help people just like you shatter limiting beliefs and overcome self-doubt to build confidence and create the life you truly deserve. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. And I am so glad you're here. Life is very different than it was a couple months ago, huh? And my question to you is, how are you viewing it? What's the meaning you've been giving it? How have your emotions been? Have you been on fire or have you been slowing down? Before we really get into the content of how to change the meaning of your pain, I have two quick announcements for you. First, make sure you pay attention to your email and your social media because next week I am doing a brand new masterclass called the Unstuck Formula. It's all about swapping chaos, confusion, and crisis mode for clarity, peace of mind, and certainty. And I'm gonna give you my five-step framework to help you go from surviving to thriving so you can finally have the confidence to create the life and business that you truly deserve. You can actually register right now by heading to bradbizjack.com slash get unstuck. Again, that's bradbizjack.com slash get unstuck. That class is gonna be so powerful. So make sure you register right away. And as always, if you find value in this, make sure you're giving it a rating and review. You know, screenshot it, put it on your Insta stories, whatever it is. I love seeing your feedback and how much this podcast has touched you. So if you feel compelled to, we'd love for you to give us a rating and review, share this on your social because people need to hear it. So let's get into it. Today is about changing the meaning to your pain. And I really don't blame you for being scared. I don't. In fact, it's our brain's natural default setting to be scared. But if we're going to change this, we need to understand why we think the way we do. And it starts with understanding that your brain isn't wired to make you happy. Your brain isn't wired to hit your biggest goals. Your brain's primary job is to keep you alive. It's a survival mechanism. When you touch a hot stove, what does your brain do? It pulls your hand away. Your brain is a survival mechanism. So at any moment in time, it's looking to protect you from pain. It's looking for what could go wrong. And it does this because your brain is 2 million years old. Back then, we had real survival-based threats, right? We weren't worried about losing money in the stock market or your business not growing. We were worried about the saber-toothed tiger hiding in the bushes that was going to eat your infant daughter. That's what you were worried about. We didn't really have any real threats, so our brain made shit up to be afraid of you know, in the modern age. That's the way it's wired, and that's true, right? Think about it. Over the last 19 years at the time of this recording, since 9-11, at least here in the U.S., there really hasn't been that much of a threat from a survival perspective. So we made shit up to be afraid of. We feared not having money. We, we took it as a death threat. We, took a, we thought about what someone was going to think of us, and we made that seem like it was a threat to our lives. Or what happens if someone rejects our business opportunity or rejects our invite, whatever it is. But now, 
at the time of this recording in the coronavirus pandemic, right? We have something to be afraid of. So the fight or flight part of your brain is going bonkers right now, firing on all cylinders, and that threat feels real, even if it's not true. We need to learn how to control that, which I'll teach you how to completely master in Appreciation Academy. And, and by the way, you're gonna slip up at this. Not, not, no one can be perfect at this. It just means you're gonna bounce back faster. But it's so important to understand that whatever you focus on, you are gonna feel whether it's real or not. Let me give you an example. Let's say in normal times, your spouse is late getting home from work. It's been three hours, they have not texted, they have not called, and their phone is off. What do you feel, what do you think? Are they in a ditch, are they cheating on you, or are they at the grocery store? How you answer this question is gonna tell me a lot about your relationship. But if your spouse is getting home late and you take it to mean that they're dead in a ditch somewhere, what do you feel? You feel panic, you feel worry, you feel anxiety, you feel fear, all these horrible, horrible emotions. But if they are, and by the way, does that feel real in the moment? Absolutely. And then what if you take it to mean that they're cheating on you with their boss or secretary? If that's the meaning you give it, what do you feel? Anger, resentment, jealousy, probably anxiety as well, panic, whatever it is. And do those emotions feel real? Absolutely they do. But what if you take it to mean that your spouse is at the grocery store picking you up flowers and groceries and you're so grateful that they're working so hard for the family? What do you feel then? You feel gratitude, appreciation, happiness, joy, whatever it is. Why? Why do you, and by the way, does that feel real? Yes, it feels real. Why? Because write this down, focus equals feeling. A better way to say it, and this is quoted by Tony Robbins, is focus equals reality to the individual, even if it's not reality in actuality. Meaning whatever you choose to focus on, you will feel. In fact, I can com completely predict how you're going to feel in any given situation based on what you are focused on. In fact, we have a another podcast episode called I Can Predict Your Future that goes into this in a lot of detail. We'll link it up here below this, but it's really quite simple. There are three questions that I can ask at any moment in time that will tell me exactly what you are feeling. Write these down. Question number one. These are the three patterns of focus. Question number one. Are you focusing on what you're grateful for or what's missing from your life? Are you focusing on what you're grateful for or what's missing from your life? Whenever I am in a darker spot, I'm focused on what's missing from my life. What about you? Do you tend to focus on what's missing from your life or what you have that's already amazing? Question number two, are you focusing on what you can control or can't control? Well, when I'm not at my best, what do you think I'm focused on? What I can or can't? What I can't. What about you? What do you tend to focus on? What you can or can't control? And question number three, do you tend to focus more on the past, the present, or the future? Again, do you tend to focus more on the past, the present, or the future? Well, whenever I was in that, whenever I'm in a darker state, I'm typically focused on what could go wrong, so I'm focused on the future, right? So what about you? What do you tend to focus on? And it's really, really simple. This is a recipe for your emotions. Your emotions are actually predictable because our emotions are something we do. Maybe write that down. Your emotions are something you do. So if you focus on what's missing from your life, what you can't control in the future, that is the recipe for anxiety. If you're focusing on what's missing from your life, what you can't control in the past, that is the recipe for sadness or depression. But if you're focused on what you're grateful for, what you can control in the present, you'll feel joy. If you're focused on what you're grateful for, what you can control in the future, you'll feel excited. So that's what we want to focus on. And we might logically know this, but how do we switch it? Really, really simple. You change the meaning to what you're going through. 
You have to see your pain as a great thing. Please understand, this is very bold but true. Whatever you are going through does not dictate how you feel. It doesn't matter if you're in the most horrible situation. Look at Viktor Frankl, whose wife and kids were gassed to death in Auschwitz. How is it possible for him to live a happy, fulfilling, amazing life? Because just like he said in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, the last of the human freedoms is one's own attitude. So I have a question. How are you using the pandemic that we're in at the time of this recording or anything in your life? How are you viewing it to limit you? How are you using it to limit you? Are you saying that you can't grow your business because your spouse and kids are at home? Are you saying that it's impossible to prime your mind for success? Be honest with yourself. What's the meaning you've been giving to the world situation or whatever you're going through right now? Not the meaning you want to have been giving it. What's the meaning you've actually been feeling and living? Because your life is made up of two things. It's made up of one, events, and two, the meaning you give to each event. You might've heard me talk about this on previous podcasts. Let me give you an example. Let's say you and I are walking into the store and I decide to open the door for you on the way into the store and you're incredibly grateful and happy and appreciative about it. Why? Is it because I opened the door or is it because of your interpretation of what that gesture means? It's the meaning you give it because I could open the door and you could be offended thinking I get it myself, asshole. I don't need you, right? But you'd obviously never do that. You're not someone that would be listening to this podcast if that was you. But in that situation... Did that event ever change? No, I still opened the door for you. You changed the meaning you associated with it. So let's elevate this to any situation that's painful that you're facing in your life right now. What are you giving it? At the time of this recording, we have a worldwide pandemic going on. So is the meaning you're giving it that the world is ending? That you might lose your job? That you're not going to have any customers or uh, people coming into your business, that your children aren't safe, that your business is going to fall apart, that you're going to be quarantined forever, that this is a lockdown. Everyone is choosing a meaning to this world crisis. I'm just trying to help take you what's, take what's unconscious within you and make it conscious right now. Because when I am in a darker place, do you think that my meaning is empowering or disempowering to what I'm going through? Disempowering. And the feelings that come from a disempowering meaning are crappy. You have to choose a meaning that empowers you to act and move. When I changed the meaning of what I was going through, my feelings, my drives, my, my drive, my emotions radically changed. What if you took all this chaos in the world to mean that the world is coming together more than ever before? Or that you can step up and add so much value that you save your job or that you get, yeah, you got laid off, but that means that you can create a business that you're proud of, or this is the greatest opportunity you've ever had to serve people, or that you can teach your kids responsibility for their emotions, or it's a great time to reflect on what truly matters to you, or that you're more than enough to get through this, or that this too shall pass. Those are just examples. But are those more empowering than what I said before? Absolutely. Because write this down. Life changes the moment you put intentionality behind the meaning of everything. Super important to understand. Life changes the moment you put intentionality behind the meaning of everything, or I should say the meaning of your pain. You have to choose a meaning that leads to a better life. Is your meaning that you're in isolation or that you have an opportunity to become closer to your kids than ever before? Is your meaning that this is a lockdown or the greatest opportunity you have ever had in business to serve and love people? Is the meaning that you don't have balance anymore in your life or is the meaning that this is an opportunity to find out what your real priorities are? Is this God punishing the world or is this you coming closer to a higher power than ever before? Meaning matters. If you intentionally choose a meaning that leads to a better life, you win life because what's wrong is always available to you. You can always find something that's wrong, but so is what's right. 
So what if we adopt a new belief? What if we adopt a belief? I learned this belief from Tony Robbins that life is always happening for us and not to us. What if we stop making it wrong to go through this pain and we start finding the blessing instead? Is it painful? Yeah. Is it scary? Of course it is. But what if it's serving us? What could be the empowering meaning you could find? We all need certainty right now more than ever before. But for some of us, we place our certainty on things that don't truly matter. Some of us start overcompensating for this lack of feeling of certain certainty by you know, eating more food or scrolling social media or alcohol or whatever it is. Some people find certainty by watching the news and it gives you a false illusion of control. What if you find your certainty in having faith that it's going to work out because it's always worked out? Would that serve you? You have to see this as a time of amazing opportunity instead of fear. Please understand that when you change the meaning to what you're facing, your entire life changes in a single second. Let's talk about this from a business perspective. I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago in my podcast, but we need to, we need, this is a way of changing the meaning. We need to see that over the last 12 years, the people that are, it's been the cool time to be an entrepreneur. It's been so cool to be an entrepreneur. Everyone and their freaking dog wants to be an entrepreneur over the last 12 years. So everyone started home-based businesses or Etsy or whatever it is, right? Well, ever since this pandemic happened, what do you think people's meaning is that they associate with business? They associate that business is going to be harder to build because we're in a recession. So what do most people do? Most people back off of their dreams. All the people that are spreading love and joy and positivity and hope and service, so many of them are backing off because they choose a meaning that this is the hardest time to ever be an entrepreneur. So what that means is there's less of a supply of people that are spreading hope to the world. But let me ask you this. What is the demand for hope, for love, for joy, for community, for connection, what, and for health? What is the demand for that right now? It is at an all-time high. So what you're saying is there's less people that offer it and more of a demand for it. What that means is that this is the easiest time to be an entrepreneur than ever before. If you choose that meaning. Because if you don't choose that meaning, are you going to show up and do the things to win right now? No. If you take it to mean that this is the hardest time to be an entrepreneur and that we're in a recession and people won't buy your product... Are you going to go out there and help people? No. But if you take this to mean that it's the greatest time in your business that you've ever had, you will step up. You will step up and you will win. I want you to imagine there's a big hill. I learned this from Brendan Burchard. There's a big hill coming up and you're riding your bike. If you're riding your bike and you see a big hill coming up, do you slow down? Do you pedal at the same pace or do you speed the F up? You speed up. Most people right now are slowing down or are going at the same pace. You have an opportunity. If you choose the meaning of this, that's empowering. You have an opportunity to speed up. And so think about all these people that are slowing down or pedaling at the same pace. It's going to take them longer to get over the hill, but you chose to speed up as you saw this coming. So you're going to get over that hill faster, get down that hill faster and be so much further along than everyone else. You will be so far ahead when everyone is just getting halfway up that hill. So much further along. These people are going to stop and you take water breaks, all this stuff. You're just going for it. You can only do that if you see this as a time of opportunity instead of fear. Please understand that the meaning you give to what you're facing changes your entire life. When you choose a meaning to what you're facing that empowers you to act, your life changes in a single second. So what should your meaning be? 
You get to make it up. I can't, you get to choose. You are already making up a meaning. So just be conscious of what that is and ask yourself, is that actually empowering you? I'll coach you on how to find the right meaning for your challenge in Appreciation Academy. But for now, choose a more empowering meaning to your struggle and you will feel different instantly. And that's your responsibility. Right now, if you change your meaning, this can be the greatest opportunity you have ever had in business as a leader, as a role model for your family. This can be the greatest time you ever lived. So write in your notes. Don't just have this be a rhetorical question. I want you to actually answer this. What is the new meaning that you're going to give this worldwide challenge? What is the meaning you are going to choose? And think about what this does. When you choose a more empowering meaning, are you going to take more life-changing action? What's that going to do to your bank account? What's that going to do to your family's future? What's that going to do to the how you wake up every day or the feeling that you have in your, your home every day? How's that going to feel, do for, uh, how's it going to change how you show up for your spouse? And think about what you're going to feel on the inside. You're going to feel more fulfilled, more happy, more accomplished, and proud of yourself more than ever before. And the long-term benefit of that is that you have everything you've ever wanted. And your kids grow up and see you as a role model instead of something to fear. And then, and then when they see you as a role model and they see how you respond to challenge, how do you think that affects how they respond to challenge in the future? Your kids are watching you right now. You might say that everything's fine, but if on the inside you're choosing a disempowering meaning, they can tell. Kids are smart. Think about the long-term gain of being a true role model for your family. Because this is going to pass. This is all going to pass. When it does, are you going to be proud of how you handled it? So I hope you find this helpful. And please don't forget about next week's brand new masterclass. It's called the Unstuck Formula. We're going to swap chaos and confusion and crisis mode for clarity and peace of mind and certainty. I'm going to give you my five-step framework to help you go from surviving to thriving so you can finally have the confidence you need to create the life and business that you deserve. Register right now by heading to bradbizjack.com slash get unstuck. I'll send and I'll get you a link to uh, the Zoom link in your email right away after you register. It's linked up below this podcast as well, bradbizjack.com slash get unstuck. Once you register, you'll get that Zoom link. And as always, if you find value in this, give us a rating and review. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us if you're liking this content. You know, if you have ideas on what you'd like to hear about in these podcasts, email my team, support at bradbizjack.com. I'd love to hear your feedback on how this podcast has touched you. So if you feel compelled to screenshot this, share it in your Instagram stories, share it on your Facebook, leave us a rating and review and just... Spread the word because people need to hear this message now more than ever before. I hope you found so much value today. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to register for the Unstuck Formula. My name is Brad Bizjack. Go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. I'll see you next week.